2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back, right here on In Game Live on the Sports Grid. And if you hear the excitement in my voice, it's because Gio Urshela's round of the bases after a three-run homer. <laughs> Six-one, uh, the Yankees lead, and I'm not going to hide it, Cam.
5: <laughs> Urshela. That's I, I, I honestly I was trying to I don't want to give game attacks like it's like judge it. If you would have told me, I got Kevin I, I, at uh, Wall Stewart Incorporated Sportsbook. Uh, okay, guys, uh, we got. Uh, Gardner with a home run Urshela with a home run and LeMahieu with a home run but no judge like it's just it's unbelievable but <clears throat> good on your Yankees yeah. we thought it was uh parlayable and this is the thing about this team right now let's give them credit a lot of the time like they've showed grit this year they were down yeah. to Baltimore remember I got them live Baltimore at plus five and a half but I also had the plus one and a half what happens judge big home run in the ninth I'm like whoa, these guys like Unbelievable. And then uh, you see it against Boston. Like, just they are grinding it out, out, wins right now, and they deserve it, man. These guys are just playing great ball. And can you believe, Kevin, too, on top of the Yankees, the Orioles are the second uh, place team in the East right now, sweeping I, Tampa Bay? They're playing great. I, I have simply no idea what the only good thing
4: I feel like I've done in baseball this year is back my Yankees I bet do, the, yeah. and, and not bet that Orioles race here. Because I'm not smart enough to tell (laughs) myself back the Orioles, but at least I knew, like, oh, no, this whole series, Yeah,
5: I actually did bet the Orioles, and I know I get laughed at a lot on the show, but a wise man once told me a long time ago, you know, bad baseball teams, they win games, and you take a look. You said it with Oakland, too. Look at Oakland. They're a horrible favorite, man. These guys are like minus two, t- 220. Even when they win, you're sweating out an extra inning win. Like, nothing's easy with these guys. Yeah, It's very stressful. And they don't win a lot of the time in those games. That's why, you know what, teams like that, Kev, got to parlay them. You can't lay individual juice like that. It's just a killer. Like, it will kill your bankroll. It'll hurt your health, too, because you're worried about all the time. You're just like, oh, geez, I can't afford this one. Like, you said it about Oakland. Like, they'll put you in orbit. The Rays are very similar, too. They're another team. Very similar to Oakland in the price range. They're not at the Yankee level yet because the Yankee level Mm – it's almost like going to a fine fine dining establishment and you know the Yankee mm-hmm. dish is 79.95 where the Oakland Tampa Bay spread is 39.49 and you're like, "Ooh, it's it's cheaper than the but at the Yankee cut it's delicious. It's covered in bacon. It's cooked to profession. The French is five-star Michelin. And when you go home, mm-hmm. you go, hey, honey, now we're having sex because that meal was so damn beautiful. And I don't even mind dropping 300 at the steakhouse because you get what you pay for. The Yankees win. Yankees win when they're <laughs> big favorites. And the A's in Tampa Bay will let you down.
4: Exactly. Well, it's funny. Like, my brother the other night was like, oh, you can't really make money back in the Yankees. And I know what he means by it, but I'm like, Uh, uh, right now you can maybe maybe down the road that'll be true maybe by the end of the season that'll be true but at the moment it's uh it's working out all right uh this pelicans Grizzlies game is gonna piss me off because the type of stuff that i've been rooting for all three days of these resets uh in the nba where it's just like a little bit of a burst nothing basketball foul game let these guys score that i've been rooting for in all these other games hasn't happened and now it's going to happen to burn me in the one live under I've taken. It is what it is. 108.99, though. It does look like the Pelicans will be picking up a much needed victory. Uh, the 76ers are up 57 to 50 there. Uh, nine and a half is the live number. The big update there uh,
5: is 240.5. My goodness. 241.5 now for that live number. That's crazy. That's. I don't even know what yeah. to tell you. That's just, uh hope you got it in early, Kev, because I'm right. not throwing another log on the fire. I think we're done. No, 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 no. It's uh, <laughs> That one. Uh... <laughs> See, that's the thing. Sometimes it's over just keep like, Click, 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 click. Like there has to be a point mm-hmm. where like, okay, now I'm really playing with fire here. I I, I got to stop, right? But yeah, yeah. the way you, you brought up the best point about the Spurs, it's just a different team right now. These guys are, mm-hmm. pff, they're, they're scoring. <laughs> not a lot of defense. Yep. They're, they're putting offense together and they're a fun team to watch. Yeah. It's hard to bet an under in a Spurs game right now. It's funny because it used to be Washington. Remember ooh, the wizards and then the Pelicans or whatever, the Spurs of the team and their totals before Kev, even remember when we started doing the show before COVID-19 and stuff, they didn't really adjust the Spurs as quick as they should have. Whereas the other teams eventually, yeah. you know, New Jersey and Vegas had caught up with the wizards and the Pelicans.
4: That's a, that's a very, very good point. Uh, and you know, the next Spurs game will have probably a really high total. Maybe that's when you uh, try and come back around. Uh, but those are the things to follow. Over on the ice, uh, it looks like Vegas won that first game 4-3. The Penguins now lead at the break. Uh, the first intermission, 1-0, minus 4-10 live favorites. Minus 1.5. is only minus 1-15. I've
5: got to tell you something, Kevin. I think Vegas won 5-3. Actually, he scored another goal. So let's oh. think about this. You're going into so uh, yeah. If you took them at minus one and a half, like you're, like, I don't even know what you're doing. Maybe that crazy guy, like they were down four to one. Okay, and sorry, three to one. They scored four answer goals. When I looked at FanDuel, I think Vegas at one point was plus eight hundred when they were down a couple goals, and they've actually won by two goals now. So I'll tell you, man, hockey. If you got the if you got the kahunas, it's like that's just stupid. He scored yeah. four answer goals to win. Not even just win, win by two. They win five
4: win like the uh, yeah just just incredibly uh just just ridiculous stuff there but you you know what that's how it goes um that that's kind of the nature of the beast what do you think about this Penguins game though right now any live opportunities there
5: I don't know Kev. it's very very difficult um, here's the thing you can't lay four ten with Pittsburgh we have we have a lot of you know hockey left we have forty minutes of action left um. They're minus 1.5, minus one fifteen. I like that still. And the total's gone down to 4.5. It's 40 cents to the over, but just remember that. If it's 2-2, two, two, right, you win. Right? You win because you yeah. have to play overtime there. So that's the situation. When you get that hook at 4, if the Canadians and Penguins have 2-2, two, two, You're the winner there. I still like the Penguins minus one and a half. I'm on the Penguins in parlays and series bets and everything. So I can't lay four ten. That makes no mathematical sense to me. But that's the way I like it. I I still think they're going to win this game by two. I think the empty net comes into play. Hey, look at Vegas. I want to check if Vegas, I almost positive they'd score on the empty net to win by two goals. And yes, they did. They scored an empty net with 21 seconds left. William Carlson, that's what happens in hockey. You get that empty net goal. So that's why you like the one and a half. Yeah,
4: that's, uh, that's exactly how it goes here. I am now vigorously watching the, uh, the time trying to kick off in this Pelicans. Unpo- you know, the one thing is I kind of like my new setup all in all, Cam, uh, moving out of, the, out of the basement, but I, I lost a cable box in the move, so I can only stream one thing at a time, and, and I got to roll with the Yanks right now on the stream. So I don't have a live TV giving me the Pelicans-Grizzlies update. I just have to kind of follow along with GameCast here and hope that there's no garbage time foul.
5: <laughs> yeah, I see, uh, was it 109.99? So it kind of looks yeah. like the Pelicans are going to, yeah, there's only 20, 20 seconds. They let them dribble stage. it out. Yeah, if Memphis hits a three, it doesn't even matter. They're still going to cover the five. So game goes under, Pelicans cover. I think it's funny. A lot of people would have Pelicans to the over, so I don't think the book's mine yep. because I think more people would bet the over rather than the under in that basketball game. But good on New Orleans, hey, they pulled away and they they got it done.
4: Yeah, and we got that live uh, fourth quarter over, uh, or under rather. Uh, They only scored 55 points a quarter. So uh, nice to see that come home. Hopefully some people out there watching us here live uh, on the grid tell us. In fact, if you did, feel free to let us know over on Twitter, at the Kevin Walsh and at Cam Stewart Live Sports. Uh, follow us over uh, at the Sports but I always see people tweeting you, Cam. Thanks for Justin Thomas.
5: Thanks for John Rom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels good. I don't know what's going. On. This guy texts me. He's like, Hey, Cam. I don't know what it is about golf. I'm like, Yeah, you have no idea. Like year, like a couple years ago, many years in my life, how many times I've had the second place guy. And I'm like snapping oh, on Monday, sure. thinking I could have won so much. But yeah, it's actually been weird this year. And I don't know. Sometimes like guys are hitting and I'm catching breaks on Sunday. It's like, wow. It's, yeah. it's a really nice feeling. I actually, it's, hey, it's good. Yeah. It's good for the grid, right? Because I, I come on your show Absolutely. on Wednesday and, you know, like we're, we've hit like five of the last six golf winners. Ridiculous. Like but it's, it's pretty
4: cool. So, and I, and I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but I actually had to ask Dane because Dane knows golf more than I do. And I said to him, I said, Dane, look, I think I know the answer to this, but I have to ask like, Is betting golf, like, really easy or something? Like, I I don't understand this, Cam. It's these every single week he goes. He goes, no, this is incredibly hard, and I don't know how he's doing it. Because it's funny, uh, as we're getting ready, Cam, for our our Monday show, we kind of recap what happened on the weekend. And every single, you know, Sunday night, it feels like we text one another, Cam got the winner again. The six-pack strikes again. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> yeah, the six-pack, uh, it's funny. Uh, this time, the six-pack, the imported beers were the ones that went down easier. Like, we actually got what we pay for, Kev. And know what the craziest thing is? I don't know if FanDuel could ever do this. I remember once in Vegas, they tried to do this, but uh, they did it for hockey. They'd have, like, exactas, like, first and second. Or, like, this mm-hmm. person would have the most points of the night. If you had the first and second guy, it was like a humongous parlay. That's the thing. Burger ended up finishing second. So we actually had the winner. The second-place guy and Shoffley had a really nice Sunday to finish sixth. So the top three guys, we had a winner, a second, and a sixth. I got to admit, the Brits, Danny Willett and uh, Wallace went for out too many uh, Guinnesses and got absolutely destroyed, and they were horrible on Sunday. But a lot of good stuff. And, uh, hey, it's the PGA Championship this week, buddy. I'll tell you, we're on on Wednesday again, so I've already started to do some stuff, look at some guys, and uh, I like a few guys around the top again, but and a couple bombs, so we'll have some fun.
4: Oh, I'm looking forward to it, and I'll, I can let you know now. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll talk later. But uh, clear your schedule. We're looking to double up on Ken Stewart because we also want to. <laughs> we want to bring you on to talk a little bit of hockey as well uh, on Wednesday sure. too. Um, so just uh, look. We I'll book you while we're right here on in game live. We're looking to double up on Ken Stewart
5: on book. the Wednesday edition <laughs> uh, uh, of Early Line, which is uh always fun. Wednesday's crazy, man. I do your show at eight thirty, and then I do Morency like. Uh like midnight that's my like day like i'm just like the next day i wake up i'm like oh i'm in pain i like try to get some exercise around the track i got the knee brace going i'm like dude you yep, don't yep, talking, yep. talking, talk people i don't think people understand after a while i'm like you know maybe my ribs hurt from like laughing or doing something like that's mm-hmm. yeah, pretty crazy kev but hopefully we can catch one in the major that'd be great to, to have some uh, money kicking around because with nba and nhl you need all the money you can get right now because there's going to be those yeah, nights
4: right. oh that is uh that is uh, certainly true. I'll tell you the one thing, though, that just worked out nicely for me is the Lakers game is about to start. You know, so I was going of have to make my call what goes on the little TV I got right here. Yankees game goes to a rain delay. So now, decision made. The Lakers go on the TV. And that game is already Correct. now into uh, the seventh inning. So the Yankees game, realistically, I can hear the rain banging off the AC right here.
5: Probably done. I got to tell you, though... That's interesting. Mad- a lot of people played Yankees minus one and a half, Kevin. You know what that means. Mm. Sorry. Doesn't matter. You only get one. Oh, right? That's right. You need on, on I all the money run line. lines are void.
4: <laughs> Smart that's and I money, line. <laughs> money line and parlays are fine. Yeah. I, I don't feel like doing run line in a parlay is worth it. There, there's enough juice out there. No. Uh, all right. We had a break. we I come agree. right back for in-game live right after this.
3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss
6: Start listening.
4: All right, we are right back here on In Game Live on the Sports Grid. Kevin Walsh and Cam Stewart. Uh, we have closed up one NBA game with the Pelicans getting a win and a cover game goes under uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies. We're at the half now, Cam. 64 62, the Sixers lead the Spurs. Minus five and a half on the spread. Only two points off where it closed. The minus 300 money line has not really moved a lot. 238 and a half there is the total. I don't think really we're seeing any bit of in game value. Maybe we'll try another fourth quarter under if this game stays tight and the total stays high. But for me right now, I- I'm not seeing anything that's playable.
5: Me neither. But I guess. You know, if you bet on the Pelicans and the under and, you know, the Winnipeg Jets and hockey and a couple other things, Carolina earlier, like if you're having a magical day, I don't even mind the plus 230 sprinkle on the San Antonio Spurs. Um, The Sixers are up two at the break and they're minus 300. I think that's insanity. Uh, I already have the Spurs at, uh, was it, plus seven and a half uh, there. So, yeah, we're kind of in play. I'm not going to do really anything in the total. We think it's too high. But, you know, the Spurs are only down two, Kevin. Plus 230 to win the game seems like pretty good mathematics to me. I'm not doing it, but why not? Like, uh, it's basically what? You're down a basket at the break?
4: You're playing with them. I'm trying to figure out, like, are there, you know, any outliers here that, you know, should show massive regression? Like, Sixers, 18 free throws, knocked down 16 16 of them. 6 of 14 from 3 is good for 43%. Spurs were 6 of 12 from deep, 10 of 11 from the line. Good shooting performances from these teams. If you had to play it, guys, I would play it under. Maybe these shooting performances come back a little bit. Um, the one thing that stands out to me, Cam, and now you can't take advantage of it this game, it'd have to be moving forward. Sixers, though, may be struggling guarding the other team's best player, which is weird. You would think that that would be the exact opposite of what would be true for this team. But T.J. Warren gave him 53 in the first game, and at the half, Lamar DeRozan already with 17 points.
5: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Gabe and I talked about the DeRozan prop and shout out. To all the people on GTD that's a prop that we gave and you know what I'm so busy with all the other things I'm such an idiot I didn't click it but DeRozan was 21 and a half Kev so he's right there right now and uh, he's a very consistent scorer it's just one of those things he gets consistent minutes and at 17 even with a like a pretty bad second half what like 25 points 27 points like you should go comfortably over the number right there he almost hits it in the first half so yeah an interesting prop there excellent point by you these guys are really having problems with, uh, with guys who can could, could score? There's a problem with Philadelphia. Gabe and I did a big talk about the Sixers. I'm sure we talked about it with you too as a guest on our show. But there's a problem with that team. There's just some chemistry issue, or you know, Brown can't get through to these guys. They're too talented. They just don't work together. There's no continuity with that club. They were so good at home, bad on the road. You know, Sixers are a hard team to back.
4: No, they they, they really really are. And this is I don't want to call it a must win, but they are. I, you just, to lose the two games that they would start off with, Pacers and, and Spurs, big favorites, the, the way this team works, they're so volatile that it can combust before you ever even get to the playoff.
5: Yeah, and I don't, it's just one of those teams, like, how do I trust these guys when you look at their road record? They showed nothing. I don't care if you take back the Philadelphia wood, the rims, whatever. It's not Philadelphia. You're playing in Orlando. There's no home court for these guys. There's not the defeat off of. There's a problem, Kev. And uh, they're horrible favorites. They're, they're a team that's very, very hard to back. I like them as a home dog during the regular season. And, and it was lucrative some nights when I was on the Sixers. But they're a very, very hard team to to back. Like, I look at other teams in the East. The Raptors are solid. They play solid defense. Boston the same way. I think Milwaukee... You know, a little bit overrated due to their price, but they're a better team. And I think Miami, personally, is like the way they played against the Raptors. If I look for one team that you like that could potentially like pull off an upset, I think the Heat are a dangerous team.
4: Yeah, Not I've them. actually, I've yeah, I, I've loved the Heat all year long. Um, they actually are two and zero this year against the Milwaukee Bucks, and you saw it today. They were two and zero going into that game against um, the the Toronto Raptors. Like they have what it takes. Uh, we'll quickly update the baseball side of things. One thing I want to throw out there, because it makes me look smart. Uh, the first batter that Chris Paddock <laughs> saw, Doc Peterson, yes, home yes. run. Second batter that uh, Walker Bueller saw, Trent Grisham, home run. Two early runs. We have not even gotten to the second inning in that game. The new total now is nine.
5: Yeah, we do look uh, smart in a couple areas there, Kev. And, you know, uh, that's the thing. You got seven and a half, baby. So let's keep the, the scoring going. Uh, a couple other things. Let's take a look. Our White Sox are still winning. Interesting, Kev. Uh, you know, at the FanDuel meeting, that when the guys were having a couple of smokes, put that 11 and a half or 12 out there with these <laughs> gas cans. Rondone and Anderson. Now, all of a sudden, yeah. uh, the gas is very dangerous. It's not so cheap anymore. It's very expensive. <laughs> uh, eight yes. and a half. So, you know, the pitchers are actually doing their thing and they're playing well. It's weird to see that pitching matchup at eight and a half, but we're in the fourth inning. It's two to one. And uh, interesting. This is what we have to talk about. And I wish I went to this before, but we had a break. So Colorado was up on San Francisco 1-0. I told you I like San Francisco at plus 115. You could have got San Francisco at plus 220 at Coors down one run. It's 1-1 now, and they're plus 110. Those are the games to bet in live. Those Coors games are nuts, Kev. Who cares if you got a two- or a three-run lead? Look at the dog. Crazy things happen there, man. And some books don't even let you bet Coors field games live. Trust me, I know. I've been at all of them. (laughs) So FanDuel's offering Coors games, I'm in because the swings in a Colorado game will be, are insane for the side and total. And that's the thing. I've I've never, you know, I've kind of never thought about that before, but it's a great
4: point in backing a team down a run at Coors Field. Who cares? It's Coors Field. The expectation is what the Giants are supposed to get at least. Five runs, the total was 13. They're supposed to get five, six exactly. runs themselves.
5: It
4: point. offers
5: opportunities at Coors to get lines that you'll never see. Like, when you're, when you're putting this stuff out, Kev, let me tell you, it's fantastic. Like, there's so many, like, there's games at Coors, you know, your team, you're down 3 nothing. Then all of a sudden you live bet it. You're up 5-3. You know, you can get teams at like plus 200, 250 both ways, sit there, have a cognac and a cigar and go, it doesn't even matter what happens next game. So that's the thing. You're not going to win them all the time, but it really offers a great in-game live betting opportunity with those games. And we'll stay on top of it when we do the shows together, buddy.
4: Yes, definitely. One game, Cam. I don't remember really talking about pregame, but the Twins are one of the bigger favorites on the board down 3-0 yeah. at home right now to the Pittsburgh Pirates. I know we've talked about waiting for dogs to get down and buying back, mm-hmm. and now the Twins are plus 300 in their own building. But does that same approach apply the way we've seen dogs cash this year?
5: I don't know. It's, it's very tough for me, Kev. Like, here's the thing about the Twins in that situation, right? They had a spot starter going. Who knows what's going to happen? They're always live with those bats too, for home runs, like they're a very, very scary team, but I don't know, man, I don't know what to do with this game. I'm yeah. they're playing yeah, they're plus 290 against the pirates. that is a It is Ah, uh, oh my God, help me. Yes. Um, for, for, yeah, for, I don't have any more. I told you, I have so many things going on in, uh, with these hockey oh. games and then the account. Let see, plus two and a half for the Twins. You're not playing any juice there. I like that. Plus 290. Why don't you break it up? Then I agree with all. Like, the Twins in this situation, I think they should be probably plus 200. I think 290 is an extravagant price. It's almost, I hope I'm not getting roped in, Kev. It's like I'm going into the meat section and they have like rib caps. Uh, for the mm-hmm. same price as a blade steak, and I'm like, "What's your catch? Do I have to go to the back and start cutting the meat too? Like, what are you doing to mm-hmm. me? Like Joe Galena <laughs> Seafood Factory, you know? I'm kind of like, Err. I know these the scallops fish. look pretty good, but what's yeah, what's up? The fish? Are you, are you, have they been in like a storage warehouse for like an extra week? I don't know what's going on with the, with the fish and the meat, but some some smells, Kev. Uh, I, I, it's just interesting. It's 290. I, I could feel like, do we throw the do we throw the line in the water? Because I could tell yeah. you, 290 at home with Minnesota against the Pirates, there's a lot of people going, let me in. Let me in, yes. baby. I'm trying to, like,
4: <laughs> I'm basically trying to find a reason not to bet it right now. But one thing is, <laughs> like,
5: <laughs> I, like the, I want to find a
4: reason <laughs> not to bet it. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's like a, it is it is like it feels too good to be true. Like, there's a runner on right now on first, nobody out. The Pirates are up. Uh, it's going to be six, seven, eight that lead off the next inning. So not the most dangerous of bats. Ah, I, I mean, like the Pirates are are not into the bullpen yet. Holland's only thrown fifty-four pitches. But to be fair, I almost like like that. I mean, the Twins only have two hits. What is
5: that? They only I have, have two no hits. Idea what's going? On.
4: I'm like, going to tell you a story.
5: Of- yeah, Derek Collins brought, met the, remember the Jays were playing Texas in that series where they hit that Bautista walk-off home run? One of the biggest nights. I remember I was uh, doing some shows with Maranci. I wasn't, before like sports careers, like a couple days a week, I did some golf shows, some horse racing stuff. But I remember my other job was I was working at a bar. I worked at the horse racing and I was in charge of like the specials and getting on the mic and giving people prizes. Before that, I met Derek Collins' brother at like a coffee shop. Remember when he was pitching for the Texas Rangers? Really nice guy. And yeah. then I'm thinking, I'm like, Derek Collins, one of the worst pitchers in baseball. God, his brother, he's such a nice guy. Like, you know, <laughs> invited him. I invited him. He's a Texas Ranger fan. I go, you probably don't want to go to this Blue Jay party tonight. It's like you, Kev, running into a guy, like, great guy, but he's a Boston Red Sox guy. Ah, come over to the Yankee yeah. party. Yeah, we'll, we'll make you <laughs> feel invited. But anyway, it's just crazy. Like, you look at Derek Collins' numbers. Like, he's not a good pitcher. Yeah. What he's doing to Minnesota right now, to me, is shocking. Like it's absolutely yeah. shocking that they have two hits. Like I'm almost <laughs> more excited because yeah, they, they got to throw him back out there. Then for the fifth, he's only thrown
4: fifty some odd pitches.
5: Yeah, it's plus He's better than the thing is though. Yeah, you. But the thing is, yeah, you, you, Pittsburgh's bullpen's horrible. Like remember against Milwaukee, five to one lead, give it up, they lost. Like, like that's the thing. Like Holland, he's doing well now, but you get him out of the game, like get that pitch count up and. Let these guys roll. I don't know, Kev. Do you have the patience, or you want to click right now?
4: That, I'm trying to. Click, uh, I'm click, trying click. to think. Like the other thing is, the total is eight, right? Yeah. If if the Twins bullpen's given up a couple runs, maybe the thing is there's been a couple of games where I thought live I could see some Twins games open up, and they really haven't. Like I, w- I I would not be surprised if the Pirates stay on three, and it's a matter of whether the Twins, you know. And get, get can get over that number or not. Like, man, I, that is a number that I'm going to you do, my... do,
5: do do an experiment. You don't have to put a hundred bucks on it, put like ten or twenty bucks yeah, yeah, on yeah. it, have a good time. You know, put her mm-hmm. out there. It's two fifty right now, you're gonna lose you know, if you believe in it, do it. But don't don't do a lot, just sprinkle, sprinkle, have a good time. Right. Pretend it's like, you right. know, a, a a draft beer at uh in your dad's wood paneling basement there. You go grab a couple king cans. Like no, I'm not saying good buy point. a case, just Take it nice and mm-hmm. simple, right? right? Don't yeah. go nuts. The one thing, if you like it, I, I got no problem yeah. with
4: it. The one thing, though, that is now is it's down to plus 225. We might have to wait for another time through the twins' order to get back up to that 300 range uh, that Good we call. saw. All right, we had a break. We come back or <laughs> in game live after this.
3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss
6: to start listening.
4: All right, guys, welcome back right here to In Game Live on the Sports Grid. Kevin Walsh and Cam Stewart. Only a half hour left for us, guys, and when uh, we are done here, we pass it over to the Sports Grid Radio. Side of things, where Pharrell on the bench, hosted by Scott Pharrell, will get that crew uh, set up. Of course, Gabe's got uh, sports rage late at night rolling, uh, and then if you're up real late, or maybe if you wake up early, bagels and bad Beats.
5: Yeah, with, with our boy Wetzel, who I'm covering I mean, for those, today. A yeah. piece of pizza, though,
4: now, will be actually hosting Oh, yeah, that that's right. I programming, Yeah, I, 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 yeah
5: so... That's right. So Wetzel's got a few days where he's uh, not in the command chair. Interesting, Kev, too, that, uh, you know, the boss, hey, call in the other shows. I thought I was like, yeah Wetzel shows at five o'clock is pretty early but I do you and Dan, you're in Dane show at 8 is good enough for me that's about as yeah, early yeah, enough yeah. as I want to get as I go to bed at three or four o'clock in the morning after the Pacific Coast action that's the crazy thing now that like we're back in this thing we're getting these 10 30 close to 11 p.m starts right Kev before it was just mm-hmm. a joke but now like you know those late hockey games late baseball games like it's crazy I was doing my updates today and. You know I get the scores it, it was so big for the scroll I'm like oh god like you know each league grrr, like live action there right now but mm. it's great and it's good for us and it's really nice to have more games to to bet on live I don't know what we're going to do with I got to tell you something Kev I think uh the pirates are up for nothing now yar yar Ooh. yar. Are you still interested yar I'm glad are you we win walk it. the planker uh, imagine you click there you're, oh my god these pirates keep on scoring this game feels like it's just this is the parlay yeah. buster that's Tonight like what it was is. like Minnesota. Minnesota was the game that people were like. Oh, I like the Yankees. I'll put that in. I mm-hmm. like this. You know, I'll take a couple of favorites. Yeah, I think I'll throw in Minnesota to jack that's- up the odds. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's and- parlay buster, baby. That's what it is, though. Like, so you guys
4: know that I'm on this Sixers uh, and uh, Yankees parlay, and I had to lay juice on it. And usually, when you do a parlay, you don't. You're not trying to lay juice. It was about minus one twenty five ish. Okay, not bad, but you do start to ask yourself, ah, is there thirty? Am I getting here? Get a little plus money? Yeah. And I wouldn't be if I would have forced the issue. I would not be surprised that it would have been the twins. Ah, they're playing the pirates at home. They're not going to lose to them. That's what happened, and that's the good point though that you make, Cam. Is you have to know what you're chasing. Look, and I know, look, at the end of the day, what happens in the Yankees game doesn't really impact the Twins game. But it's kind of a
1: law averages type. And a good chance that that is the bat night.
5: It's one of those things. Yeah, you're right. Like, there's no correlation in the Twins winning. But it's funny. It's sports gambling, and it always seems to be – if you take three minus 200 or above favorites, two out of the three will win. It's very dangerous to, you know, just automatically assume something and they're going, oh, okay, you know, right, these teams should all win. No, they don't. They don't. I've been betting since I was a young guy, like, playing for, like, double bubbles and smarties on the putting green. Like, I know. We've been doing this stuff for a long time. It's just, it's weird, Kevin. Like, those public parlay things, Gabe and I, I tell them, like, they don't work. It's one of those <laughs> things that are very, very dangerous. So, you know, oh, yeah. and hey, I've been burned before, too. I still do it, especially when you're, like, not having a good week. You're like, oh, I want to get back, and you're feeling calm. It's like, i got to put something simple together. Don't try to chase dogs. And then the dogs that you were trying to chase, they all win. And oh, you're like, oh, yeah. I tried to do the public favorite parlay there. Wow, Pittsburgh. Montreal's goaltender is amazing. Like, this guy just made two huge saves right there. It's still one nothing, Kev, with 9 nine eleven left in the second period. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like the Vegas game or anything like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, if you got the under in this game, the way the goaltenders are playing, I think you're you're doing pretty good. I don't, let's take a look. You have the li- I'll take a look at the yeah. Line. I got it
4: right here for you, Cam. Three and yep. a half is the total
5: minus one fifteen
4: mm-hmm. to the over minus four ninety on the Penguins. Yeah, I see plus 360 plus three fifty Canadians. Yep, and then minus one and a half is only minus one ten for the Penguins.
5: It's interesting. So. Look how much time in the game has gone. Yet the only thing that hasn't changed, Kev, the money line's gone up because the favorites winning. Mm-hmm. The total's gone down because the goaltenders have been stellar, especially Montreal. These guys on fire. And the only thing that stayed the same is basically the puck line. Cause they see yeah. with a one-nothing game, you still got that potential, right? It's minus one and a half, minus one oh five. And what was it before? Minus half one ten five cents. So Mm -hmm. that still comes into effect. Like, you know, like if Montreal does have a one goal lead late in the game, uh, sorry, Pittsburgh, and Montreal pulls the goalie, unless they tie it, there's a very, very good chance that the Penguins win a game like three to one or two nothing, that that, that type of uh, number. And I know it's not
4: apples to apples when you talk about run lines versus puck lines. But for example, the Yankees were minus 300 favorites, and on the run line, they were about minus 150. The Penguins are yep. minus 470 favorites, and on the puck line, they're minus 105. I think they're almost saying here in a way, the only way the Penguins score again is the empty netter, because Carey Price ain't let another one through.
5: Kind of feels that way. Uh, so what are we going to do, Kev, with baseball? Like, Here's the thing. I'm on the Giants, but... A perfect example is we have a 3-1 to game. The Giants are minus 225 money line, plus 180. The Giants are minus 1.5, minus 122. Wow. Colorado at home, plus 1.5, minus 104. We're in the third inning of a game at Coors. Like, if you mm-hmm. like Colorado, it's one of those things. Like, you can pick your yeah. spot if you think you're going to get a better number. But this was a team that was a favorite. Now you're getting plus 180. Two runs means jack. I like, I like my stand. With, um, with the Giants and Cueto. But I'm saying, if you if you think Colorado's going to come back, that's mm-hmm. that's the time to take it. You're almost getting a two-to-one dog. Two 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 runs means absolutely nothing in these type of games. It just it explodes when it explodes.
4: Yeah. I think the one thing, and I'm not sure how much value, but the Rockies have Arenado up right now with a man on second. There is two outs. If you want to back the Rockies, and again, guys, I know sometimes you are tempting fate here that Arenado not only maybe drives the run in, but it's a two run shot. And this is a uh-huh. high game. But if Cueto can get out of this, then it's going to go to at least that, that plus 200 number, which is then really nice when you, especially if you're doing what Cam's talking about here and looking to hedge up. Right.
5: Excellent point, Kev. It's what we talked about before. There is two ways to approach it, but, you almost wait till they get out. The other team bats, hoping that they don't score a run. It could go up to plus 210, 220. And then you're not even, you're even getting better than plus 180. It's a patience game, but that's very good advice to give to the people. You know, uh, yeah, because we've talked about it before. When the other team's hitting, you're going to get that line value. And that's the way to attack baseball. Very hard to do it, but once mm-hmm. you get into the pattern of doing it, you'll realize that's the way to make an extra scratch. All those little times that you win, the extra 20 bucks here, 40 bucks here, yep. it all adds up.
4: It took me a while to learn this, honestly, Cam, but very rarely does it make sense to bet in the middle of an inning.
5: Oh, I agree. I agree. I never try to do that. It's usually before, or yeah, it's it, it, it's hard, Kev, because you're watching a game and you're getting excited too. Oh, you're going to score here, but you know it. it you got to be almost surgical in your approach, and it's very, very mm-hmm. difficult. The good news is tonight, like. I'm not having a drink in, in your basement or anything like that. You know, it's uh, coffee time. So we're just sitting there and, you know, sometimes yeah. with your party, hey, your, your buddy comes over, Yankee fan. And, hey, Kev, what a great uh, Yankee. Yeah, yeah, you just keep on more runs, more runs. And you're thinking, like, <laughs> oh, I could probably wait till the Red Sox are up here to get a better number. But we're having so much fun. Like, that's the mm-hmm. one approach is. Like, usually with a buddy, that's when, like, Thinking and logic goes out the window. Alcohol and friends influence bets, but when you're by yourself, you got to be like a surgeon—very, very, very delicate—and pick your yes. spots.
4: Yes, yes, yes. That is uh, that is true. <laughs> Let's see here. Johnny Cueto's got two strikes on, and we'll give you guys the update if he gets out of that. Uh, the one thing Do I want like, to make sure of, I'm following the game cast. Now the, the Lakers are, nice. are on over here right now, defensively uh, doing doing the job. Uh, Jazz only with 20, 22 points under a minute to go. Um, But, you know, they're going to need about a 30-point quarter, second quarter, so hopefully they can uh, get the job done there. But I want to give you the credit because the Mets are up 7-2. So you mentioned at that time I think it was like 3.5 for the Braves, and you were like, I think they might win by more than four runs, and they sit here now uh, laying 4.5, and and it's plus 186 actually to take the 4.5 for the Braves. Uh, So the Mets right now getting the job done under Grande.
5: Yeah, it's weird. And I told Gabe, you know, like the narrative, oh, no, they never give runs for DeGrom, and they don't. And, you know, like, sometimes betting's a weird thing. Like, all logic would say, Atlanta, because the Mets can't hit. It's not going to happen forever, though, Kevin. Also, when you watch a team, it's not like they weren't hitting Atlanta. They'd have bases loaded, one out, double play. Just They were having bad baseball luck. And that happens a lot. We talked about it with Cincinnati, and then they started to figure out a little bit. It's just very, very, it's an odd thing. And, like, every start with DeGrom, are they not going to get a run? But it's just a good spot. I I know if you're back in the Braves, a Soroka injury really, really hurts, you know, because the game was 0-0 early, and that's the thing. I also like the under of eight, but I will say, uh, no, I really like the Mets in this spot tonight. It was just one of those, it's a situational play. You know, they have a better pitcher on the mound, a a desperate team, it's kind of like, you just kind of feel like it's a, no, I know they're playing bad, but I jump on them tonight. I think the line, DeGrom, it was like minus 125. Are you kidding me? You're you're not going to get that price. I saw it this morning when we
4: did it for the early line, minus 115 for Jacob DeGrom. I don't care where he's pitching and who he's pitching against. That's valuable. And again, you've mentioned it it a bunch of times. is good. not Jacob DeGrom. And there's also... Like there's a lot of times in baseball when we'll talk about teams being due, streaks being broken. Right? It was like six win streak versus six losing streak. There, like what better way to stop a, a streak than to have Jacob DeGrom take the plate and to or take the mound rather at that price camp? I, I think you. I think you nailed it. I think you were all over it. Um, and and that is definitely good stuff there. Uh, it looks like we're coming to the close of the first quarter here. Uh, in Jazz Lakers 24-24. At the end of one new live total, two ten and a half. Uh the Lakers still laying five and a half. I know they can't move it a lot, but to only drop it a half when it's tied after a full quarter, I would think at least a flat five, if not the four and a half.
5: I got to tell you, Kev, I told you I'd I'd be scared about the under in this game. It was 217.5. It's Mm -hmm. 209.5, eight points uh, compared to the start. I still look at the dog in this game. I know you're you're a Laker guy. I just, it's one of those things I want to take Utah. I just can't do it because of the way the Lakers play, but... Yeah, the, the total was the play in this game. And I got to, so it's it's so stupid. Yeah, like know. I'm doing some really smart things here. And I'm like, oh yeah, that game started. I got too much tied up. That's another problem, right? So it's sure. like, I, I bet too much in hockey. I got baseball action going on. They haven't credited. Uh, if the if the Mets win yet, I could have rolled that money into the under of that game. But hey, that's mm-hmm. the way uh, the cookie crumbles. But I'm t- I told people before, none of these games are automatically going to go over. Eventually there's going to be a shift. There's going to be some defense and they're going to adjust. That's that. Yeah. So those five and oh games to the over and stuff like that. Take a look at the unders today, Kevin. You know that other game should have gone under too, if not for a miss Chris Paul free throw.
4: Yep, hundred uh, percent. And also, honestly, I, I was with an under here. I more so Lakers defense. As long as the uh, Utah doesn't have a thirty point second quarter, then I'll be a okay and I'll reassess the game at the half. Uh, that's my mm. plan. By the way, Cueto did get out of the trouble. So when we get back here for the final segment of in game live. We'll let you know what that live number is, and we'll also get you set up for the night game on the ice. That's next here on Game Live.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
2: And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: to start listening
4: <laughs> all right appreciate uh, the guys in the back yang and uh, metal matt getting the job done yang yang uh, and matt tricksters
5: Ken. final tricksters they sure are they like to keep uh. us on our toes
4: Yeah, the final segment, though, for us here, Cam, I want to give the guys one last live update uh, across Mm -hmm. the major sports. Uh, The Rockies came to plus 210 after they got out to that inning, so that's a great hedge spot for the people who are interested in backing them there on the NBA side of things uh, right now just with that Sixers-Spurs game, 82-71. Sixers have started to open up a little bit. They are live 11.5 favorites, and then we have the line locked right now in penguins canadians any particular reason that might be cam
5: yes uh the penguins have a two-man advantage for 26 seconds there's 459 left in the period they've called a timeout because they're really thinking hard about the next goal and uh a two-man advantage is absolutely huge montreal's goaltender has been money uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens right there. Still one to nothing, four fifty nine Left in the second two-man advantage, Kev. And the other game is the late game at 10-30. Uh, FanDuel, the line stayed pretty, uh, pretty much the same. Minus 140 for the Edmonton Oilers. Total 5.5. I got to believe if this game's staying under, the way the Oilers play, it should go over. But I like the side more than anything. I think Edmonton uh, battles back tonight. I really like the Oilers to have a strong defensive performance and not make mental mistakes.
4: Uh, all right, good stuff there with Edmonton, but you know what? We might as well hit some of the early games for tomorrow as well, Cam. Yes, because uh, yep. you know I know uh, people are going to want to be on those Islanders Panthers noon uh, start there minus twenty uh, minus one twenty five for the Isles on money line totals five and a half.
5: The Islanders are a dangerous team. They're built for this type of bubble play. Uh, they suffocate you. Uh, they're not going to wow you, but they play great defensive hockey, good goaltending. I kind of lean to the under, and I also kind of slightly lean to the Islanders, uh, Kevin. in that game. Very dangerous team. I expect like a 2-1, to 3-1 to type of hockey game.
4: Yeah, I'll quickly ask you. The under there of 5.5 is minus 160. Do you play those straight, or do you parlay these total?
5: Uh, I do both. Uh, it depends. Okay. Uh, Yeah, right. It's a lot of juice because, uh, you know, and I I don't mind this FanDuel doing this. I get the hook, right? So if it's 3-2, to I'm a winner. On some books, they'd keep it at 5 with a little bit less juice, but you get the push. I don't mind the 60 cents. You're right, though, Kev. Um, It's starting to get up there, so it is parlayable. Probably a two-game parlay. I don't want to screw around doing anything more. So that's how I'd play that. The next game at 2.30 is an interesting one, too. Um, Arizona and Nashville. Nashville lost to Arizona. Coming back, I don't want to take all like small favorites, but very, very big, big game for Nashville. Uh, laying thirty-five cents in this game, I-, I lean Predators in this spot. I think uh, they're going to come out pretty angry.
4: Yeah, uh, I think that'll. Um, I think that'll be an interesting one. Just kind of seeing how teams that lost this first game can bounce back. I know the Rangers didn't do great for themselves. Penguins look good tonight. How that continues. Uh, And then the one other game that I know you will not be able to be on uh, before, at least I don't believe you'll be, maybe you'll be doing the updates, uh, Blue Jackets, Maple Leafs there, Toronto minus 150 for a bounce back.
5: In my better conscience, i tell people Columbus matches up really well against Toronto. I have a bias in this game, like you and the Yankees, like I had the Leafs to win the series. Um, But Columbus is very, very good, Kev. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. A lot of people thought there would be goals in this series. I'm not sure if there's going to be. But the Leafs at minus 150, the books know like they they, they were a little bit snake-bitten too in that game. They hit some posts, but Columbus is very good. They scored on a real cheesy goal, but both goaltenders played well. I have a lean to the Leafs in this game, but I don't love it laying 150. It would not shock me if Columbus won at plus 125. They might be a dangerous dog.
4: Yeah, uh, I think that that uh, is fair. On the NBA side of things, 240 mm-hmm. Kings-Mavericks. The Mavericks lay six. Uh, This team's ability, or lack thereof, to close games absolutely disgusts me. It makes it almost impossible to back them or really back totals. For example, they scored 42 points in the first quarter against the Rockets, 43 in the second quarter of that game. They scored 42 total points in the second half against the Phoenix Suns. This team is far too inconsistent for me to really want to back them. Uh, I might look to maybe back some of their stars, Chris Stapps, Luka Doncic, in the props market because they still did well in that game against Phoenix. Uh, The Kings, though, are playing terrible, so I'm not over the moon about backing them either. Um, I don't think this game will be a full pass for me, but it's probably only going to be a props uh, market kind of game for me.
5: I agree. I think uh, <clears throat> betting on Dallas at minus six is dangerous. I was on Phoenix against them. That turned out very, very well. I wish I had the Kahunas to bet money line. I don't trust Sacramento as a dog. I'm with you 100%. This game has nothing that I really want to do than play maybe a couple props. We'll look at those. 237. I'm going to pass on that too. Like that totals, oh God, I, that, it could go over, but that's a very high total, Kev. I'm going to have to pass. I will.
4: I think the only way I will play that total again, the way the, the Mavericks has been to me, it probably will be a little bit juice. Let's see what it is. It's so juice. I was going to say I'd play the first half total. It's one twenty-two. <laughs> I mean, you, you. I mean, look, it's easy math. Uh, that's two forty-four, right? So to, and to cash, it's two forty-six. Right? You need one hundred and twenty-three points to win that bet. And do they get there? Probably, but I can't bet that. I cannot. I can't bet that.
5: Am I crazy thinking the Phoenix Suns can cover again at plus nine? I don't know what Absolutely it is. Like, I, I, uh, the Clippers are minus nine. I think the world would be jumping on them. I just watched Phoenix play Toronto in an exhibition game, and it was an exhibition game. I like what I saw. Like They started to look Ooh. a little bit better. They're a lot grittier. Nine points is a lot, Kev. I think I, 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 think I will bet the Suns. I'm not going to smash it. Betting, betting against the Clippers is tough. Sorry, Kev, I got a little bit of heartburn there, but I'm going to take the nine points with relatable. The suns. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what's going on here? I just, where's, where's my Prilosec like OTC? Those <laughs> yeah. uh, those buffalo chicken
4: slices will will uh, sneak up on me toward the, the back end of these shows.
5: Yeah. You're uh, doing a lot better than me. I I'm like, not even eating anything. I'm like, oh, geez, what's going on there? I got to slow down this acid reflux, but give me the suns yeah. plus nine. Am I nuts? Yes, but I like it. No, I
4: actually. I don't, I don't think you're nuts at all. I really don't. The Suns look great. And um, even that 230 total for me, I can see it playing under. Because I think this might be a tighter game than you would expect I going agree. into it. So that's yeah. pro- I, I think I back Phoenix getting the nine. And I, I think I might like the Clips at this plus 230 uh, price here, guys. That's, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Montrezl Harrell is already ruled out for the game. Uh, Lou William might be back. Um, Look, and and again, I think we have a lot of times to make our final calls, but early leans, I I think the plus nine, the only thing that I'm trying to figure out, Cam, is will more people think like you and I want to back the Suns, or does this Clippers line get up to 10-11?
5: That's interesting. I think uh, I'm not going to call us sharps, but I think a lot of people who, you know, I think the public, because the Clippers are such a popular public team with stars on the team, I think that'll go that way. I think people who gamble every day, We'll kind of look at the the suns in this spot. It should be a very interesting spot, but I'm not sure where that line's gonna go. I think it's probably gonna be pretty stationary. We're probably around eight and a half, nine by tip. That's I, yeah. think, I don't think we're gonna get any more than that.
4: I don't I agree. I don't I don't think it will um I don't think it'll move too much, but I think my only thing is I think the Clippers really wanted to go out there and prove a point after losing to the Lakers. Not to say they don't care about this game, but I just don't know if that same level of motivation. Also, just some regression from a team that flirted with the most threes made in franchise history. That's very normal. Like, three-point shooting is still, uh, can be very, very hit or miss. So, be cautious when it comes to something like that.
5: Hey, Kev, something's never changed. The Oakland A's are trailing in the fourth inning. All the people that have them, oh, yeah, just begging, oh, will they come back? Oh, yeah, it's Sheffield in Seattle. This team will drive you nuts. I'm saying they could win. Sure, they could come back, but nothing's easy. They're not like the what I like about your Yankees when you bet them, they put up like three in the first game. You're like, thank you for the good start. Like the meal goes down nice without the heartburn. Oakland, you're sitting there, you know, geez, what the heck's going on? (laughs) Like they drive me nuts. And remember, I told you before on the show. Hey, I'm Cam Stewart. Oakland's a professional baseball. They are, but they're just not pulling away. Like that's the thing about these guys, man. It's like, come on, Oakland. They haven't reached that stretch where they're starting to dummy teams yet. And this is a team you can't back. We're gonna find a spot when they start to roll, but their bats are ice cold right now. No, thank you. They are, and and that, you know what? Also, at the end of the day, like the the mat. You can
4: tell the Mariners all you want that they have no business winning games. It's, They're still it's pros. Pointless. They're pushing exactly. towards the top of the division. We've said I, I mean, I know I said this, Cam, and, and knowing the way you liked it I'm sure you would have agreed. There was always going to be a surprise team to win a division. There it was always going to
5: happen. Yeah, we talked and about maybe it's the like Mariners. trying to get out, right? I guess yes. the thing. like everybody in the world said Seattle is the worst baseball team going. You don't think these guys know what's going on? You don't think they watch ESPN reports, all the other things, betting shows? I can tell you one thing. If Walsh and Stewart were on that team, i go, screw these guys. We're going to go out there and battle, and yeah, we're not going to be the worst team in baseball. They're human beings. I get it. They don't have tremendous talent in comparison to the Yankees, but they're grinding. And Seattle, one thing they always do is start seasons hot. I remember when I was down in Vegas, they were the best team in baseball for a while, then they tanked in the second half. It's only a 60-game season now, man. They could ride this thing out for a bit. That's, uh, yeah, the, the Mariners are grinding, man. They're, I, I'm not betting against these guys automatically. You got to pick your spots.
4: Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think you're totally uh, totally spot on there. Uh, Sixers Spurs, by the way, again, 94 82. That total's still 237 uh, and a half there. So, 12 point game. I'm not sure if I feel as strongly as maybe that, that fourth quarter under is the way to play it. But again, if I were to play it, I'd play it under fourth quarters we've just we've seen them get tighter um so that would be more so I think the way I I would approach that one 10 to one on the Spurs to come back if there was any team that was going to be stupid enough to let it happen if there was, there was <laughs> <Philadelphia>. any team <laughs>
5: <laughs> I agree yes. hey Kev uh, I'm not sure you didn't I'm not sure if you bet put those uh you know one king can on uh... The Minnesota Twins there. I think it's four to one, but uh, ride the Oilers with me at ten thirty, man. I, yes. need, I I need a partner tonight, or it's a big it's a big game. I need this. To put five bucks even. I really don't care. I just I want the Walsh, I, like the good luck of the Walshes to come through with me today. I need, I'll tell I need you, here's, that one, baby.
4: Here's here's the here's the Kevin Walsh promise to you, Cam, and I would never break a promise. As long as the Lakers do not give up more than fifty three points in this first half. And the first half will come to a close before ten thirty. I will be on the Edmonton Oilers. That is hey, my promise. There we go. <laughs> that is my promise here. Now I still might be on them, even if they, even if they don't. Okay, <laughs> and uh, you know uh, that's just what it is.
5: But if if so, I will feel very very good about it uh cam quickly not a big play got, not really a big play Jeff. kev but i yeah. i think they get it done tonight but uh good luck good luck with everything buddy and uh i'll tell you man this 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 game is not easy one to nothing like watching when you have a bet against a goalie is that hot it's scary i'm scared right now
4: that's man. uh that's how it is all right that's cam stewart i'm kevin walsh thanks for hanging out with us here on the grid friend game live we'll see you guys next time
3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss